the Sports Vote Campaign Podcast. Invest in sports. Hello and welcome back. This is the Sports Vote Campaign Update for Sunday, August 1st, 2021. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Idle complaining is for losers, bozos, and jackasses. I want to cover something very clearly about the history of ASM. The 2005, roughly, or uh, 2004 to 2008 Costa Rican period, that market collapsed in the crash, in the financial crash. It is not directly connected to the restart in 2014 roughly 2014, everyone who had stock in the previous entity was given free grants in the new entity, which is the current uh, holder of all the intellectual property and the operations. And every valid uh, ASM account holder that had sports shares was given an offering of either um, stock or uh, debt, which was triggered by conditions that have not been, been met. And finally, every, uh, with a tiny handful of exceptions, every dollar that's come in in the 2014 uh, forward restart has been a nonprofit donation that has been clearly spelled out from the very start. It's a uh, NSCI is a 501c3 nonprofit. You can look it up with the IRS um, exempt organization tool. Regardless of the SEC cases, bogus claims, or anybody trying to spin the story, otherwise, it's been a donation. It's been clear in the terms of service. It's been clear in all the documentation. That's the hard facts of it. Hard facts of it, no matter what. There's a tiny handful of sales that took place as direct sales, and I believe maybe three or four transactions, and I think all but one of those were outside of the U.S., and they were per the private placement document, and they were registered with Edgar, uh, the SEC's Edgar system. But it's literally a, a handful, um, I think less than $5,000 total against uh, all of the transactions that took place. This is an unavoidable set of facts, no matter what kind of spin is tried to be put in the public domain or any claims made by the SEC. This is the facts. This is what would be put before a jury if the SEC is stupid enough to allow this case to proceed to an actual trial with human beings involved that will hear the facts. It's been almost 2,000 days that they've been sitting on our no-action request, the one that they surreptitiously asked me to pull down mention of, but yet still took no action on, yeah, good luck explaining that to a jury of my peers. No one is going to understand that. That right there is the death of the case. And if you're listening, SEC, I'm telling you, you will lose. Or at best, and I mean absolutely at best, the jury is going to hang. Between the actual documents showing that all these transactions were donations, the terms of service showing that they were donations, the fact that we're a 501c3 nonprofit, the fact that you never acted on our no-action request to this day, almost 2,000 days, and you surreptitiously asked me to pull mention of it off of our website without me knowing why, so that you could file your case, uh, yeah, that's not going to fly. Um, just hear me. That's not going to fly, okay? And I'm not afraid of you. 
Kraken lawyer cracked down. Okay, so all this foolishness that took place last year, I'm still waiting to see if the judicial system is actually going to correct itself. I've not been impressed so far. I declare the whole thing a corrupt mess. I would love to be shown otherwise. All of these bogus lawsuits related to the election, excess of 60 of them that were lost, and all the lies that were put out by the lawyers, if there's nothing that comes of this, then piss on the whole system. I hope it all burns to the ground because that's what it deserves. And uh, all of you folks that are sitting around on the periphery just kind of waiting to see, again, like I said last time, uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And there isn't going to be a third time. There isn't going to be a third time. So if you're waiting to see what happens so that you can rejoin the party, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to allow that to happen, and Alper's not going to allow that to happen either. So forget it. Um, there are asset bubbles everywhere everywhere, including housing. And I'm going to say, and really, this is all just a result of inflation of all the stimulus and all the money printing that's gone on. It's not a real increase in value. You're going to see, uh, I'm pretty sure the housing at the present time, because of the eviction uh, uh, expiration, the moratorium has expired as of yesterday, that you're going to see a big reset in the housing market. This is going to prick the bubble because a lot of this inventory has been held off the market with uh, landlords unable to sell the properties because they can't throw the renters out. They're going to throw the renters out now. So all of a sudden, there's going to be a whole bunch of homeless people and a lot of um, a lot of uh, distress. And then all of this supply is going to hit the market. And I believe this is going to prick the, uh, the insane housing bubble that, again, is created mostly by inflation. Um, Inflation that hasn't fully uh, been realized because it just takes a while, but it's uh, it's going to be. It, there's no way around it. Uh, Open C, one point five billion dollar valuation in a deal. Uh, this is the NFT stuff. Uh, Autograph uh, doing an NFT deal with DraftKings. DraftKings is casting around looking for any kind of distraction. Uh, away from their non-earnings and all of their legal problems. By the way, we started selling NFTs about a month before they announced their deal. Am I saying that one led to the other? No, but it's awful interesting. They would suddenly think that that's a, um, a market. I'll get to that in a second. I don't think that um, the, NF the, the whole crypto thing now has, now that I've had a month to play around with it, uh, it's, it's not very impressive. And I'll explain later on here why. Um, so, yeah, our little active group of um, terrorist and destructive jackasses, I'm just wondering why you guys have all these secret conversations before you decide what, what the next group of lies and distortions are that you're going to post up. Why are you hiding all that? Why don't you have all that stuff out in the open like so that everybody can see it? it you know, what, what exactly is the problem there? You, you know, you have to you have to hide that those pri those secret discussions till you get a really tasty piece of trash to throw out in front of everybody. That's that's pretty pathetic. Um, so we've had no money in or out, uh, no money in for almost two years now. I'm pretty sure, maybe a little even a little longer than that. And then the suspension of out payments back uh, about four or five months ago. Trading is still about the same; hasn't changed. In fact, we get days that it's over a hundred thousand contracts a day. Uh, even under the current situation. So just imagine what it's going to be like when we m migrate it to the final, you know, real market, you know, not on a nonprofit, the full, once again, the, you know, real, the nonprofit structure, the pilot market nonprofit structure, that is to get us to the final, 
for-profit structure. And there's no way around that. There's no way to, to, to throw out distortions and lies and twist that. It has always been that way. It has always been a stepping stone to get to the final market. So imagine what it's going to be like when it's all one-to-one and set up like we had originally imagined it to be set up. Okay, so um, a, a clarification on the last um, the last update, actually the one from you know uh, two weeks ago. The uh, what I was talking about with the ten percent VAT, the ten percent VAT should be compulsory uh, if if you could get global agreement on that. Um, you know, harmonization of that. Every country would have plenty of resources to do what they need to do. Um, the ten percent charity portion of it would um, be optional. Obviously, you don't com- com- it's uh, not compulsory. It would it would be optional. I'm just saying that if you could get 10% compulsory and 10% optional, that uh, literally there wouldn't be a problem in the world that couldn't be solved. Um, there'd be that that much resources at hand. However, the charity portion will work even at very low participation levels. The main part that needs to happen is the 10% VAT compulsory, uh, all jurisdictions everywhere. Okay, so. The UK uh, has now started to talk about the the central bank. Uh, bank of England has been talking about unlimited losses as a result of cryptos. Uh, it looks like the nation states are finally starting to realize the threat of cryptos and particularly the stable coins because the parity claims, uh, which cause a lot of confusion in the marketplace, uh, you know, it, it puts it in a different class because it looks like it's stable. It looks like it's the same as your national currency. So if there's like a stable coin attached to the British pound, then people may mistake that for a British pound and then it, it's going to cause an even greater leak of capital into that particular uh, item. So again, here's my problem with uh, cryptos and uh, outside of my experiment with the NFTs. First, it increases the wealth gap. Uh, it, it is a, it's a, not a tool for the common man. It's sucking productive capital out of the economy away from uh, the middle and it creates chaos. And I'm opposed to either, both of those things. So there's a uh, Lawsuit that's getting some traction uh, in terms of uh, someone being malicious with the review that they did, a one-star review, um, and just thinking that they could harm a business without any consequences. I've been saying this for a while now. Um, freedom of speech is not freedom from consequences. Things are changing. You're going to be held accountable for the things you put in the public domain. You can't hide behind the internet. You can't hide behind a false name. That stuff is going to come to an end. Mark my words. So if you wouldn't say it to a person's face or you wouldn't put it in writing or put it in a newspaper, you better keep your fucking mouth shut because you're, if it's a lie and it's harmful, it's going to come back and get you guaranteed. So um, the housing bubbles and such, I, it's kind of unavoidable. There's really no way around it. They really didn't have a choice but to run the press. But, it, you know, the presses, the money printing presses. But there are asset bubbles all over the place, all over the place. And it's most obvious in housing. And I would say the stock market as well. So both of those are going to be pricked at some point. And I think housing's coming first. And if housing takes a, takes a ride down, it's going to pull the stock markets and everything else down with it. Uh, 10% is the organic. It's been pretty consistent. I measured it every few months. We have about a natural 10% um, annual growth in users just not doing anything. Uh, you know, just the natural growth rate is about 10% in terms of the, um, the number of traders, 10% per year. Uh, I just measured it a couple days ago. And the total market cap between both markets between um, the first of this year and 
and uh, July 27th was 82, about 82.4%. So the total market cap on ASM has increased year to date, year to date, well, year to just a couple days ago, 82.4%. The IMF is also talking about uh, Bitcoin and other cryptos, uh, you know, destabilizing, being a destabilizing force. Um, It's, you know, I don't know why it's taken them this long to see it, but it's, uh, you're going to see more and more of this, which is going to cause clampdowns and taxes and other sorts of things. Um, on my podcast from last Sunday, the um, it all started in the 70s. Uh, just one correction. I said, you know, I haven't killed anybody. Um, I haven't killed anybody, but I felt the emotion. <laughs> I'll just leave that there. Who hasn't? I've been angry enough, but uh, I haven't killed anybody. The uh, Seattle Kraken... Uh, is being added to the um, National Hockey League. We're going to be putting up the IPO details for that by the end of this month, by August 31st. More DraftKings insiders are selling, selling, selling. Um, that's a very bad sign a week before earnings release. Well, earnings, not going to be any earnings. Um, you know, they've missed every quarter, um, the last three or four quarters at least. They've missed every, uh, by a, a long shot. And it you know, when you have insiders dumping shares uh, before earnings announcements, yeah, yeah, do the math on that. The partnerships that they constantly keep throwing out there, um, they are paying for those. Those are in, those are marketing costs that are increasing, increasing, increasing their marketing costs. Once again, I'm going to say that reprobate gamblers have long known where to get their fix and lose their money. Uh, it's not going to make a difference. Um, you know, it's your customers are your customers, and what really is happening is all of these sports books are cannibalizing each other's customers, and they're having to pay more and more and more for um, for customer acquisition. And sports bookers are notoriously fickle; they will jump from one to another to another wherever they can get the best bonuses and all that. I saw that very clearly in the Costa Rican um, period in the late '90s. When I was down there, because companies would create multiple skins to try to capture those jumps from one to another to another, but they always go where they can get the best bonus. There is no loyalty. It doesn't exist. So spending all this money on tie-ups is putting lipstick on a pig. Okay, so um, the NFT thing. So I have seen that in real time now, and I, I, I found out something a couple days ago that I didn't realize, which is that the transaction fees... The sale price of the items I've put up have been between about $12, $13, and $20 per item. But the transaction cost has been between $20 and $30 each time to the customer. And I did not realize that. These are the gas fees. This is, uh, this is not going to work out. This is way too high. And I'm, I'm looking to see if there's any way that I can get the figures down. But everywhere I look, it's not much better or not better at all. So, uh, between the difficulty getting funds in and out, which I personally have seen, I've actually tried to fund a wallet so I could uh, test a couple things and I couldn't find any way to do it with any of the payment methods that I have or uh, the system was down or when I tried to submit the transaction, it crashed. Um, it's not very impressive. And again, the price instability is, is another matter. The prices are changing literally when you go to submit a buy transaction, it, it times out in like six seconds. <laughs> so uh, this whole thing is garbage. Um, I I now have had a real world run of it for a month. And um, what I found out is that the buyers that did buy from us, and thank you for that, 
um, paid more in transaction fees than they did for the actual item itself. That's just not going to work. So I'm going to suspend this system for now and 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 go back to watching and see if they can't get a handle on this because money in and out is a nightmare, price instability is a nightmare, and then the transaction fees are way, way out of range. So forget it. Um, almost 2,000 days. Again, this is a repeat, I know. Uh, 2,000 days of no action on the no action uh, request to the SEC and the CFTC. Good luck explaining that to a jury. Not going to happen. So DraftKings, pages and pages of lawsuits, as it should be. Insider selling before non-earnings. Um, yeah, that's really bad sign. Next, um, next earnings report is next week, I believe Friday the 6th. Probably going to try to dump that on what they call dump the trash, you know, but, you know, get that news out <laughs> as late as they can. Um, and try to mitigate it with another announcement of some marketing deal probably that they're going to have overpaid for. And I expect to see the Department of Justice getting involved. Um, you're, when you've got this much civil, this many civil lawsuits being filed, first the, you, can, you can try to poo-poo the uh, Hindenburg report, but there's no way this many law firms are going to get involved if there isn't something there. So uh, I expect to see the DOJ involved pretty soon. Robinhood's IPO was a flop, um, closed, I think, almost 10% down on day one. Interestingly enough, um, beating MF Global for the title of the worst IPO of its size. MF Global was the parent of United States Futures Exchange, the company that we uh, had to deal with that uh, was blown to bits by the crash in 2008. Massive evictions and homelessness coming along with the reset in the real estate market. Yep, that's coming. Um, no deal on extending the uh, eviction moratorium, so all hell's about to break loose there. And uh, yeah, so uh, look, if you um, if you if you lie and stab people in the back, and you set a fire and think you're going to turn around and run away, and 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 you're not going to get caught, and you're going to be able to go off and laugh and watch things collapse. I got news for you, and you can believe me or don't believe me. I really don't care. I've been alive long enough to see it happen over and again. Uh, oh, lying, not only publicly, but lying to the regulators too, leaving information out. Uh, you set a trap, you're going to fall in it yourself, okay? You set a trap, you're going to fall in it yourself, and that's what's going to happen to all of you people that did this. So that's the report for today. Um, you know, the, the name of the game Again, number one name of the game at this point is to, to keep the market operating and get the transition to Alper completed. That's job one. And then specifically, what we need to do is find or uh, create a, a sports league to finance and publicize. We know how to publicize. We know how to do that. We just need that one example of a real fundraise. Uh, and then we're off to the races. Um, if you look at the notes of this podcast, you will see the links. One of the links down there is uh, to submit your uh, league idea or the league you want to fundraise for. It's actually down there in the links. So thank you for your time, and I will speak with you again in two weeks.